award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. Hey, thanks, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We've got a great show for you today. We're on location at Perry's Mill Dam near Townsend. It's on the Little River. And uh, it's a beautiful sight here behind us. Mr. Matt Cameron's helping me co-host today. Thank you, Matt. Yes, sir. Good afternoon. Loving the sunshine today, man. Yeah, it's a little warmer today. Not too bad. Sun's keeping us uh, okay, I guess. Not not freezing. Better today. than what we've had. It's not raining. Exactly. Exactly. We've got um, Eric Lowry and Robert Hawkins with us today. This is Robert and Eric, and we appreciate those guys being with us today. Uh, I met Eric over social media through Instagram and got to talking to him and. He's like, you know, my dad works for the for the agency, and I was like, well, let's have a show, have him on, and have you on as well. So here we are, and it was kind of short notice, but I'm yeah. glad we're here. That all transpired in just a matter of a couple of days. Yeah, so yeah. We're, we're tickled to have y'all down. We're tickled to be here. Yeah, thanks for letting us come out, and uh, thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, yeah. So first off, I just want to meet everybody and get to know everybody. Um, First, I'm going to start with Robert, man. You've been working for us for a while uh, on the engineering crew, and that's something we haven't really highlighted on Wildcast, and I'm glad we're doing that today to just kind of talk about what you guys do in the engineering side of the agency. But tell us a little bit about yourself. How would you get into the outdoors? How did you uh, start working with the agency, and what led you to this point? Well, it's always been something that you wanted to do as a kid, was be in the wildlife. And like I said, it's something I've always wanted to do. And yeah pursued it and pursued it and just waited for that opportunity it took me 10 years to get here <laughs> finding the right but time finally right time and right place and got on when did I, you get on with us i started in uh december the 16th and i've been here uh this 16th will be six years six years awesome so what'd you do before you started working for the agency construction working all right hands traveled around hands on yeah hands on so uh you grew did you grow up in the outdoors i mean you, you aspired to be working for the agency so i assume you love to hunt and fish yeah and love to hunt love to fish and like i said had the kids to learn and teach coming up in their years and it's just been a great opportunity awesome awesome that's what we like to talk about around here is passing it on to those younger generations and sharing the love of the outdoors and that's that's the second part of this show today that's what we want to cover and, and uh, talk about but uh, eric introduce yourself uh, you're a hunter a fisherman uh but you like to be behind the camera too sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I like to hunt, I like to fish, but I really like to capture the moments. You know, I like to take pictures, I like to film everything. So that's just a big part of my life. You know, I, I have two kids myself and, you know, my dad and stepdad, they both taught me the outdoors and I want to do the same for my kids. And hopefully I can capture those moments, then they can have something to show their kids or just watch later on. You know, I, I really enjoy that part of the hunt. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome capturing the moment and and being able to show it to them that's that's, yeah. that's even cooler they love looking at their self yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing i want to mention eric works for t dot right yeah so you yeah. do a little work for them out yeah. on the road and yeah i do that so during the week i'll paint lines and put up signs and then on the weekend i'll get up in a tree stand and go hunt or throw out a fishing line so that's awesome yeah. living the dream right? yeah i guess <laughs> <laughs> that's what they call it and yeah you're in you're in johnson city now is that yes, right sir. yeah i live in johnson city born and raised in greenville you know raised up in bulls gap moved to johnson city for my job then found a couple places to hunt up there so i'd like to hunt up there as well heck yeah, yeah. that's something we definitely want to talk about when the second segment correct sure yeah yeah okay um Robert, I wanted to 
touch on, on the engineering side of things and what you guys do out there in the field. Uh, we don't have very many uh, engineering crews. We've got, I don't you, you can there's, answer this better than I can, but. Yeah, there's three other, or well, two other crews besides us. You've got us for Region 4, then you've got one in Crossville, and then one down in Paris. And like I said, we cover lots of areas. Right, so you have to kind of stretch stretch the guys and, and work wherever it needs to be. Yeah, wherever needs it needs to be. We may be in Bristol today and down on the Mississippi tomorrow. You don't ever know. Oh, so y'all do go to Yeah, we go all the way down. Cover. So you're you're here in Region 4, which is which is the Upper East Tennessee area. Where, where do you live? Where do you work I out live in Bulls Gap. Bulls Gap, all right, mm -hmm. cool. And that's, that's Hawkins County, right? Yeah. And you're, well, you're no, I'm on, the, I'm on the Hawkins County Green County line, uh, so I'm okay. right there. You, on the line of both of them. So, so. You, it's your county, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, tell us about some of the projects you've worked on here in your area that you that you enjoyed working with and, and happy that things came about and gave opportunities. Anything that stands out in your mind? I guess probably my favorite one would have been at the Teleco Fish Hatchery where we just recently completed the Wonder Warriors uh, ramp and access to the creeks down there for the guys to fish and like I said, the Wounded Warriors is a big thing for me. Yeah. The veterans and stuff. And uh, God like I said, we got a lot of upcoming projects coming forward, including <clears throat> here at Perry's Mill. And uh, with the floods and stuff like that, we got some that's going to step ahead of the others. Yeah. So the the, the ramp at Teleco, that is, is a handicap accessible. Yeah. Uh, and it offers opportunity for folks to fly fish. Yeah, and and even you know cast a reel too. You don't have to fly fish off. Yeah, that they've little. also we recently completed one up on uh, Watauga at uh, Blevins Road. Mm -hmm. We just completed one up there a couple months ago. Is so. it still underwater at the moment? Or it's not it at the moment. <laughs> is that but a, it was? It was plumbed up in the parking lot. Is that a handicap accessible? Yes, too? it's handicap accessible too. We awesome. just had the uh, dedication not long ago, didn't we? Yeah, it's for that one. back in December, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and did it do? Did it get damaged when it flooded? No, or just a lot of no, debris it's all stuff? still there. Just a lot of debris. Hey, Good. don't have these guys know how to do it. They <laughs> they anchor these things down. <laughs> I seen them putting in the one at Teleco. I was surprised at a lot of the work and a lot of the digging and 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 concreting those pillars in and the, all the work that goes on before you see the surface. Of yeah, there's a lot of concrete to hold this thing down. We're anchored the rocks down in the ground and everything else to hold it in place for occasions to the floods and stuff like that. Yeah. Like the one at Blevins Road, I think we've got almost 200 yards of concrete in it to hold it there for the floodwaters. And I can see else. why now, after this year, <laughs> yeah. seeing those pictures. A lot of rain. I, I, one thing I wanted to point out, I know sometimes you guys uh, maybe get overlooked. You don't highlight some of the stuff y'all do and not enough, you know. And yeah, I, that's, that's, what, that's true. I, one of these things I wanted to get out in this show was just y'all do so much work and... and, and do so so much great work. So I just want to make sure we highlight some of these areas today, and 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 thank you for your what y'all do. Um, what's one of the favorite parts about your job? What when you're on a job, what do you enjoy most about it? You've worked in construction all your life, or uh, some sort of hands-on labor. You know, what's your favorite the big part? Big thing's about the job? just being outdoors. Yeah. I love being outside, even if it's raining, snowing, or whatever. We're still working, and we don't let it try to get us behind unless we just can't work. But mm -hmm. it's I love being doing what I do with for the agency and stuff like that. And you don't know if you're going to be on a dozer today or cutting a tree tomorrow. It's just <laughs> something different every day. There you go. It sounds fun. You know, if I wasn't doing what I'm doing, I think I wouldn't mind some cutting trees and just getting Grunt outside, work. being outside. Yeah. Physical labor. You learn a lot. You Builds character. Lot. Yeah, sure enough. <laughs> Indeed. Yep. Well, um, where we are today, 
uh, Matt had mentioned to me that this is a spot that's going to get some treatment uh, fairly soon. Perry's Mill Dam yeah. area. A lot of flooding. A lot of things have happened here that the the ramp and the access point is is kind of washed away pretty much. Tell us what's happened here, Matt, and and maybe uh, Robert can fill us in on what's going to happen here to, to fix it up. Yeah, I spoke with Tommy Whitehead. He's our regional hunter education coordinator, and he uh, also coordinates all the access areas. So uh, he says that uh, their crews are going to come in and make some repairs to this. It, I don't know if the cameras show it or not, but the floodwaters you know, come all the way up here and have done a lot of damage and washed out this lower little drive down here. So from what I understand, they're going to come in and, and repair all that and make it a better um, point to launch paddlecraft because this is a very popular spot for canoeing and kayaking and a lot of folks fish down through to catch smallmouth from those and so when they get above the dam right here they wisely have to take out and portage around and then put back in but there's no real landing on either side for that right. to happen so i think they're looking at creating a good landing spot above and below the dam right there awesome that's something that's more popular these days and growing those paddle yeah. crafts and opportunities to to get it in those tight spaces and fish these smaller bodies. Oh of man, water. yeah, guys fishing out of a paddlecraft anymore. I mean, you can sneak right in on fish. It's a lot quieter and probably a lot more uh, relaxing way yeah, to fish. For I, sure. Do you, do you do you fish that yeah, way? I, yeah, I've been a few times. It's really fun when you're fishing top water out of a kayak. You know, you're right there in the action, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> Slide right in there. Yeah. They ever pull you around? Yeah, you know? <laughs> a little yeah. bit. You get big enough on there. Catch will. you a hog yeah. there. Yeah. So yeah, that's I think that's what's going on here. I don't know if uh, if he has specific information on what they're going to do or any the ideas? only thing that i i can assure is that it's it's on the docket to be fixed but with all the flood waters and everything else and the damage that we've got we've got to catch up some of the more emergency areas that need to work mm -hmm. and another one i'm familiar with is ranking access area yes, up there in Cock county yes it's very bad shape and like i said it could be put above everything else right now not really sure we just have to wait for our boss to give us the okay to start here or start at 421 bridge which is another access that we're fixing to start at so is that just, Boone Lake 421 bridge I think it is I think so. across is right there so. yeah so you guys are hopping around all over but I, yeah. I think this does go unnoticed by a lot of a lot of hunters and anglers is you know, who comes out here and does this work and it's in my mind it's it's a simple thing you know you grade out a spot and you pour a concrete ramp but right. they, do you all build pour the ramp and slide it down in yeah we usually is do it? like a 15 by 40 or a 15 by 60 pad and we'll take the big dozer and stuff and slide her in the water and there then start from iron on the rest of it all the way out work your way back up yeah. up the hill then I've seen it's amazing aggressive. to watch if you never watch <laughs> one of these ramps pushed in yeah i've seen some video it's pretty cool to watch them i mean it's just it's huge it's you say those numbers but it's it's a big slab being pushed into those you gotta know yeah, what you're the, doing when you mount one of them big dozers. the reason too, one we just done was down at uh, anderson county park down there yeah okay and we weren't sure that we could even do it we poured a uh, 40 foot by 40 foot pad and we've never done one that big and slide it in at one time but it once i got her moving it went it, 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 it a lot of momentum there huh? i love that i love it so they put you behind the dozer pushing I'm, in there. I'm the one that does all the pushing <laughs> that's great that's awesome uh well tell us some of your hunting stories some of your fishing expeditions what what have you got into here lately what do you enjoy most being outside i like my fishing i guess as i've got older i've kind of got out of the deer hunting because the boys has moved on to hunt by their self and yeah uh, like I was telling him a minute ago, I've got an eight-year-old now, so I'm started over again. <laughs> there you go. You get to That's enjoy awesome. it all again. Yeah. So, uh, 
Fishing's the way to go for you right now then, I guess. It is. Yeah. It just depends on the season. Well, what, what's one of the things that sticks out in your mind hunting with Eric here? What what have y'all gotten into that, that stands out? Probably the first deer he ever shot. Yeah. You, it was just amazing sitting there. He wasn't even shaking, and I was sitting there just shaking all over, <laughs> waiting for him to shoot. Then he finally does shoot it. It don't even move. It just falls over, and he starts to holler and everything else. It's just yeah. it's an exciting thing to do and see for yourself as a father of bringing your kids yes. up and yeah. watching them grow in their self, too. Yeah, that's awesome. Teaching them how to do it now. He's doing it with his own. Yeah, he's doing kids. it with his own. And I think his buck that he recently killed in the last deer season may make the Washington County record. Wow. For awesome. archery. For, for archery. archery. Yeah. Well, tell us about that. Well, um, actually, so I just moved to John City, like I told you. I've been up there for a year. And I didn't really have no place to hunt up there so besides public land. And I do hunt public land a lot, but I wanted somewhere like close to my house where I could be there 10 minutes or so. So I just started going around and door knocking, knocking on people's door. I was like, hey, do you care if I hunt? I just moved up here. Basically explain, introduce myself. And I think it was probably like 10, 12 times of knocking on doors. They were like, no, 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 we don't allow hunting, this, that. And I was almost to the point where I'm like, man, I'm not going to find a place to hunt. And then finally I knocked on a guy's door. And he said, well, buddy, all I've got is four acres, but if you'll bring me some deer meat, you can go and hunt. Deal. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I went and started Check. putting out some trail cameras and didn't get anything big on camera, but I was getting, you know, deer big enough to go and hunt. And uh, so I hung tree stands. A buddy of mine, Taylor McCamus, he came up and hung some tree stands with me. And we hunted the velvet hunt, didn't see anything. We was out there in the pouring rain. I mean, it was crazy. But we was up there hunting and November 2nd, he ended up shooting a 133 inch eight pointer out of a little off a little four acre plot and nine days later you know i kept hunting kept hunting out that same tree stand i killed a 144 inch 12 pointer wow so you know a lot of people don't really try to get out and get land because they just automatically assume nobody's gonna let you hunt right. and you know that is kind of the case nowadays because it's hard for people to trust one another but mm. i think if you just keep trying and keep trying and keep trying. Eventually, somebody will let you hunt, and you never know what could happen. So, yeah. moral of the story is just keep trying. And, and you're, did you make good on you? You promised to get yeah, him some deer meat. Yeah, we got him some deer <laughs> meat. He was tickled to death to see that. So that's cool. Yeah, you know, it's it's about a lot of respect. Just respect yeah. the landowner, respect yeah. the property. You know, close mm -hmm. gates. You know, exactly. Don't leave trash. That kind of thing. And and most time, folks would be okay with it. Well, you know? and after I killed my deer, I told him, I said, now. Don't be letting nobody come in here and steal my spot. He said, no, I've got two good hunters. That's all I need. So that's a good thing. So One hunter for two acres. There, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. That's cool. That's well, awesome. The same tree stand, too. Yeah. Right? Y'all are on the boat. Within right? probably yeah. 10 feet of the same spot of being killed. Yeah, they died. Both kills. Yeah. Both both very nice deer. You showed me pictures of them earlier. Yeah. So cool. it was with a bow, right? So yep. you're... Were you on on a uh, city property or were you in the county? Yeah, um, even though it is a small plot, half of it, if you look on the map, half of it is city and the other half is county. So technically you could use a rifle on one half, but the guy's probably like 80 years old. So that was his one stipulation was don't use a gun because right. he didn't want to get scared by the gunshots. It's a small piece property. Yeah, it's right behind his house. Yeah, so. Sure. I dedicated the whole season just using a bow, and we both killed those bucks with bows. So, so it, it can be done, because that's the number one question I probably get is, where can I go hunt, where can I go hunt? Because, you know, most of the property in Tennessee is privately owned, yeah. but I think people are afraid 
to ask. They so, are. I mean, you got turned down 10 or 12 times, yeah. but that 13th time earned you yeah. two very nice bucks, you and exactly. your buddies. So, yeah, exactly. that's a great lesson there. Just really don't cool. be afraid to ask. Yeah. All right. they can say is no. Yeah, all they can and say they is no. they didn't even include that in on one of them. <laughs> they wouldn't let you go? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I told him I would take him, but like you said, he's got an eight-year-old, my little brother, mm. and all they want to do is run and play ball games. Uh, ball games. We're into the travel baseball right yeah. now. Uh, so, don't blame it all on me. I can relate. <laughs> i got one that does the same thing. Yeah, sports can uh, sports are great sometimes they get in the way of the of the hunting and fishing but that's okay that's okay it is they're good too yeah yeah um well tell us a little bit about uh the work you do behind the camera uh, well um, you like to take photos you've shared some photos with us and yeah. they're great you know and and i'm just, just curious how you got into that and what what do you enjoy about that so like um three or four years ago i got my first camera and me and him went out and we was riding around looking for a place to turkey hunt it was during the winter and there was snow on the ground and we seen this field with like 80 turkeys literally like 80 turkeys and so we uh might be a good place to hunt yeah so we went to the guy's house and asked him for permission again just asking and he told us that we could so we went back and started recording them and it was the first time i'd ever recorded and i figured out hey i can upload this stuff and share it with other people you know maybe yeah. get them motivated to get out yeah. and enjoy the outdoors so i started doing that and i really just fell in love with it and just took it to a whole nother level and I started really getting into the social media marketing and stuff like that. And now I work with a company called Dead End Game Calls. And I'm the social media manager for them. And I create a lot of content, photos, videos, and stuff like that. And, you know, Mitchell Johnson, you said you'd met him before. He's a great guy. He is. He's a really great guy. And he's given me the opportunity. So I'm thankful for that. And, you know, I hope one day to make a full-time career out of it. So maybe opportunities well, you know, work out that I can do that. You've got a great resume going. Yeah, appreciate it. Sounds like yeah. hooked up with a, a great guy. I heard him yeah. speak at a at a a uh, out, outdoorsman's dinner, sportsman's dinner yeah. in Rogersville a few years ago. A good friend of mine, uh, J.R. Atkins, used to coordinate that, yeah. and uh, Mitchell was there. That's where I met him. Yeah, at. he's a really good guy. Yeah. Speaking of Mitchell, I talked to him, and uh, you know, you all said you turkey hunted. So, <laughs> oh, wow. look at that. Bring you a little Signature gift there. series. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Red, white, and blue. It's patriotic. Yeah. So hey, if you all know awesome. Mitchell, he does competition calls. And those calls are built by him. And he would take them on the stage and call with them. So wow. If you can't kill a turkey with them, it's your own fault. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> ain't the call fault. So uh, it, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so I much. Figured, I figured you'd appreciate that and put it to good use. So. Shoot, yeah, yeah. Shoot, yeah. I'll have to get some lessons on that one, too. Yeah. Uh, so... Where can you find Dead End Calls? Well, he's got a website, deadendgamecalls.com. You know, we were on social media, stuff like sure. that. So you can look him up. He's got YouTube, you know, YouTube videos that basically showing you all the calls by hen. Uh, you know, you can get on there and look and kind of learn some stuff from there. I'm kind of new into turkey hunting. Growing up, all we ever did was deer hunt and fish. Mm -hmm. During the spring, you know, that cut into our fishing time. So mm -hmm. we weren't going to do that. But this is like my fourth year turkey hunting. So I'm really just getting into it. Last year we had a great season, and this year we're looking to have another great one. So hopefully mm. we do. So, Shoot, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So it's one of the funnest kinds of hunting. If y'all have never tried turkey hunting and want to do something, yeah, that is I love just, it. Hey, because the, he tells you where he's at. Yeah. you know, it's the craziest thing. <laughs> the it's adrenaline a, rush, dude. Oh, I've, I've never hunted anything that I enjoy hunting more. They I say your first kill, your first kill's addicting. Mm. Yeah. And <laughs> if you had to choose deer or turkey for the rest of your life. What would you oh, choose? Oh, now he's interviewing us. Oh, no, <laughs> That's a man. Question. Turn the tables on <laughs> I us. Yeah, I wasn't ready for this. Mm. I'm going to have to go with the deer just because yes. of the uh, the venison. You know, I, I can get a turkey at the store. I can't get venison. And 
when you get that turkey and you get the breast out, there ain't a whole lot of it. But <laughs> if it were just for the experience, it would be the turkey. If it, if I'm, I'm a meat hunter, man. Yeah, I hear you. So I'm yeah. like the that's me. I want the meat, not the horns. He's yep. after the horns. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he gets well, them both. It's both. It's both. You got to figure it out. Hey, you see my belly? I like to eat. Yeah. I would say deer. I grew up deer hunting. Like you said, I grew up in East Tennessee, down around Meigs County, and. And you never saw a turkey, so I yeah. didn't get into turkey until I moved to Middle Tennessee. Yeah. So I'd have to say deer. Still. I would have to say deer too. I think, I think, you know, whenever you started taking me hunting as a young kid, all those times of going, and then finally, you know, accomplishing my goal. You always dream as a kid of killing a twelve pointer. You know, it's always kind of something you never think you'll ever be able to accomplish. And then this year when I did, and I was able to put my hands on it, it's kind of like all those memories just flowed into one moment. You know, it kind of build up for it. So, yeah. you know, I enjoy turkey hunting, but it just, it's not like that for me. Like yeah. deer hunting, that's Everybody's what we always did. Yeah. yeah, back when I used to take them, once they got up and could hunt with herself, I said, well, you go here and I'll go here. Usually I'd wind up killing the big and they'd yeah, kill a small one or whatever. Put him on the they wouldn't kill right. nothing. <laughs> now he's killed bigger than I have. So You uh, taught him well. Taught him uh, well. Mm-hmm. He'd, he'd be 80 yards from me, like. And then kill a 130-inch eight-pointer, and I'm not even seen of Wise. He's but the wise man, he scouted out a little bit better and <laughs> seen him the other way. There you go. <laughs> you got to make them earn them, too. There you right? go. You got your stand. He's got his, right? That's right. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about the mentoring side. Uh, you said you like to shoot videos and put them out there for to, to teach people or show them that they could do it, too, and that kind of thing. Yeah. What's a mentoring opportunity that stands out in your mind? Anything? recently or something just that stands out well every year with our local nwtf we do the will and sportsman hunt so you know we'll either bring in like a handicapped person or maybe someone that's with the wounded warriors Mm -hmm. we'll bring them in and take them on a turkey hunt and that's always like one of my best hunts is to just go and sit with them and capture the moment Mm. and just watch them enjoy even if they don't kill they have such an appreciation just to be out there so that's why i think it's important what they do with the engineering department making it to where we can do those type things and like he said they're really focusing on the handicap accessible areas so you know that's going to increase the amount of people that are able to go we take for granted these simple things as taking off up that ridge yeah. and going going hunting or walking down the yeah, bank the to other go guys can't even get there can't. Yeah. so god bless y'all for for that and recognizing it well and he's you know I think we're, I think hunting, there's a greater purpose for it. It's not just to go out and kill an animal. I mean, you're, you're, you feel closer to the creator. You feel closer to, you know, it's like a spiritual thing for me. It's yeah. more, it's more than just going out there. I mean, and if you can pass that on to somebody, then you, you should, you know, I think you should do all you can to do that. Definitely. It's up to all of us to, to replace ourselves as hunters and anglers you know and part of the agency's mission is to do that but if every outdoors man or woman would do that then we can keep what we enjoy a lot i think we need it now more than ever Mm. really because the pushback is greater than ever greater than it has been so you're right we're talking about electronics you know kids are on those yeah they're worried more about Fortnite or call of duty than getting out here in the outdoors (laughs) yeah it's true experiencing experiencing game running around and just watching them that's true like when we go deer hunting i love sitting and watching them little chipmunks yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. and they and, just, they and they worry you out too you think a deer's coming yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's just like it's past past the end of the season the area that we hunted which is a wma area and i just started hunting it this year fox squirrels you wouldn't believe i mean 
Mm. All kinds of them. Beautiful Biggins. too, yeah. So me and the little eight-year-old, he wants to go squirrel hunting. So I said, when season's over, we'll go. First weekend we go, we've never seen the first squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> they got so it works. They, they know. They know. Yeah. <laughs> you got to sit in the trees down. My son asked me one day, come down, is it deer season? I said, no. I said, it's turkey season right now. He said, man, there's so many deer out right now. I said, they know the season's over with. <laughs> We'd see 10 Come deer going out. to school one morning. Yeah. They carry the hunting guide, I guess. Yeah, yeah. they know exactly yeah. what's going on. Um, one thing I wanted to touch on was hunting in the mountains. What do you, what would you, how would you encourage someone to get out in the mountainous areas of East Tennessee and, and, and find these big deer? They're here. Well, They're they here. are, they are here. And sometimes, you know, like we used to hunt a place over in Sneedville and I mean, it's straight up. I mm -hmm. mean, it's hard. It's hard to go and get to one of those places. But once you get up there on top, it's flat. You've got three or four fingers coming together. You're in a honey hole. So it's kind of like life. You know, you work real hard, and eventually, when you get there, it's all worth it. So yeah, yeah trust me, it's it's rough. I'm on hands and knees time I get to the top. Yeah. <laughs> At least you got to go downhill when you're dragging them out, right? Yeah, yeah you just Grab get there to the edge, just give them a push, and, and roll to the down. bottom. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of how the mountain hunting is for us, but. So ever since we started hunting kind of there in Bulls Gap, we got a little bit flatter land. And it's a little bit easier, yeah. but, you know, there's still your challenges there, too. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, something else I had uh, not jotted down, we've, we've kind of touched on, on the ramps and the water access and things like that. But what other work are y'all doing on our WMAs? And, and you're building roads and all kinds of stuff, aren't you? Yeah, right now our main focus is the upcoming projects is new ramps and like i said there's a lot of work coming into the new ramps you've got to build the parking lots and get them ready and build the ramps and the entrances and stuff like that it's it's tough at times but yeah. like i said i enjoy it and we've got a lot there's eight or ten that's on the dockets for this year like i said i can't really say when they're going to be started or where they're at but yeah. like i said there's a lot on the docket for this year so what would what would work on the WMA look like if you were not not around the water? What's something y'all are doing? Well, we go to uh, like Kikers Bottoms. Uh, we've got several projects just down there. Like I said, it's just one of those is whenever we can get there, go down and redoing some levees on the ponds and stuff that's oh, okay. busted. Yeah, okay. Putting inverters in. Gotcha. And uh, we do a lot of work over on Lit Creek. Mm -hmm. They're getting ready to. Uh, Flood some more waters over there for the waterfowl. Okay, okay, yeah. Like some of the best duck hunting in yeah. East Tennessee probably. Yeah. Right we go in over there. Usually, I see, last year I went over and dug a three-mile trench just trying to find the old little clays that the old farmers used to drain oh, back yeah. to the creeks. You may dig two foot, and you might dig ten foot before you find one of them. Wow. I'm talking about deep. Yeah. And Three miles. Yep. And that one that we're looking at this year with uh, David over there. I think he said it may be somewhere around six miles of what we'll be digging over this year to get ready to flood some of the bottoms for the waterfowl. Wow. The Lick Creek Yeti. Yep. Dave Sams. David Sams. Little bitty fella. He <laughs> <laughs> has to duck when he comes in my office to get through the doorway. He's a big a giant. Well, we appreciate you guys. I mean, y'all, uh, thanks for everything you do for the agency. Thanks for everything yes, you're sir. doing for passing it on to the yeah. to the new new generations and, and introducing people to the outdoors. It's it's great. That's what we need to be doing, and and y'all are both doing it. We appreciate you. And we if you appreciate you. Follow Eric. It's Eric.Lowry.media on Instagram. Uh, so go check out some of his stuff and and follow him. Check out uh, DeadEndGameCalls.com and go buy a game call. Those are pretty cool. So yeah. thanks for. 
Hey, no Thanks problem. for passing on that. Hey, <laughs> we, we appreciate the opportunity, and we're just trying to get more people involved. You know, that's that's basically the big goal is to get more people involved. Yeah. So that's what we're trying to do. And it's time to practice your turkey calling yeah. now, not when you get no. in the woods that first morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have that's thing that's what I morning. sound like. <laughs> I got to take friends that call for me. So. Yeah, there you go. Well, anyway, we appreciate you guys. Thanks for, for being with us, Matt. Thanks for co-hosting. Thank you. Help set this location up. Uh, get out and enjoy the outdoors, and uh, we'll see you next time on Tennessee Wildcast. Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then.